Hail and hello, everyone. Welcome to the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast, a Midgard Musings production. Join me, Jesse, your host, as we discuss random heathen-related topics and various other things in an attempt to find where, if any, heathen worldviews can be applied. You can support this podcast by clicking on the Linktree link in the description or show notes. You can also follow me on all of my social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and become a patron on Patreon. Join me every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Central on all major podcast streaming platforms, including Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and many, many. If you wish to have your voice heard on the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast, you can dial in to 615-671-9832. Thank you all once again for listening to the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast. Enjoy and hail to you all. All right, everybody. Hail and welcome back to uh, this week's podcast. Random Heathen Ramblings coming back at you across all of the podcast airwaves or digital airwaves or whatever we refer to these uh, things of wizardry nowadays. So, Halen, welcome back. Um, great to have you back here. Thank you so much for your ongoing constant support. It's always greatly appreciated and uh, exciting. So, yes, we have a guest lined up for our, uh, this week's podcast. He's a, a gentleman who I've uh, been online friends with. We've not actually... Uh, met in person um but he is as he refers to himself a contemporary vitki um so we're going to be uh bringing him in here in just a moment and uh talking about vitki related things now for those that may be um you know new to this whole thing this is a heathen podcast of random natures right we 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 get off onto some pretty uh random things sometimes it's not always you know, focused on a on a very specific uh, topic, but sometimes we just find ourselves landing down different rabbit holes and so on and so forth. And uh, so the, the term Vitki, uh, for those that maybe don't know, are the, uh, I guess you might say it's, it's a word that could probably best be used to describe the male witches or um, the male, like you have like in the, uh, the Norse, um, Cirrus, or or what are called Volva, uh, who practice Seder. This, uh, we're going to be talking about all those types of things today. And so the Vitki um, is a term that's used to um, describe the, the the male equivalent of that, since Volva is usually um, always going to be a a, a female um, person. So Vitki is a term that's used to usually describe the male version of the of the Volga. So they are quite oftentimes um associated with um rune magic or rune runic divination. You know, so um the uh the thing that we're gonna be talking about today is is all kinds of uh things related to that. So you know say their work um rune casting or runic rune divination. Um and so 
uh, he also actually has a book or, or excuse me, two books that he's going to be um, talking about. And I'm not going to reveal too much about that right now, but that's what we have lined up for in this week's episode. So I hope you guys stick around all the way through and see what we can learn from him. I'll be welcoming him here in just a moment. Um, but before we step into that and before we go down that path, I do want to just get, you know, the normal housekeeping stuff out of the way, which is pretty much always covered right in the intro. But again, check the description or show notes of this podcast for all the ways that you can keep up with and track what I do here on this podcast and on the channel as well on YouTube, because I do upload uh, YouTube shorts um, where I'm, you know, doing my river walks or drumming or any other sort of things like that that I think you guys would like. So please be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow along with what I do there. Um, and then uh, there is an open campaign right now. I, I mentioned in a video not too long ago, I'll probably annotate it up here, um, you know, uh, on, on the YouTube premiere, it'll be like a card that's annotated. And then uh, for you all you podcast listeners, it will be in the show notes. Um, talking about some help that we're trying to um, provide, uh, the community's trying to provide for my brother, uh, who is my Goldie, um, Dingo. And um, whether or not he sees these videos at this point is, I don't care because um, I want him to know that there is a community that wants to see him succeed and that we want to help a bit. So um, right now, at least at the time of this podcast being um, recorded, um, we are close to 20% um, of reaching our goal. We are 20% away from reaching our goal, I should say. Um, so check the link in the uh, description show notes for the Ko-Fi uh, website that is um, to provide you with the opportunity of um, donating um, as much as what it would cost for a cup of coffee. It's not a lot, but if literally everyone who watches and listens to this podcast, um, if, if everybody who this podcast reaches was to just do the one minimum donation of like three bucks, you know, we would, we would crush our goal and we would, um, we would get there in, in no time, but we do have a, about a month and a half or two months. Um, yeah, I think at the time of this, we got about a, a two month window to, to uh to to get this thing accomplished and so please check out that um again it's just three dollar donation please don't donate any other way you know if you want to become a patron on patreon all that's for the channel but this the ko-fi link is um to directly for dingo um, um i always have it up but i'm using it right now for for him so please feel free to check that out and if you're so inclined and can um spare the three dollars for him um, it'll help in achieving our goal all right um, so aside from that, any other housekeeping things that are going on? Not a whole lot. Um, there is still the the park mood coming up here in Middle Tennessee at the Barfield Crescent Park in Murfreesboro. Um, so all of, for all my listeners and, and viewers and subscribers and supporters that are in the Middle Tennessee or Northern Alabama or any just proximity of the area, if you want to come out to Murfreesboro on September 17th, um, there will be an event link um, on Facebook shared here in the description and show notes. All of the links are going to be you know, wherever you catch them, where, you know, wherever it is on the podcast, wherever it is, if you follow me on social media, you should already know about it. But if not, and if you're new and you're in the area and you thought, wow, I'd like to come out and, you know, meet him and, and some of the other pagans and heathens in our area, please feel free to do so. It is a potluck style event. So um, we ask that if you're coming, that you plan to bring at least some sort of contribution. If you can't, no big deal. I think between um, everybody who's who's going to be doing something and bringing something, you know, we'll, uh, we should have plenty to, to share. Um, but do consider, you know, um, there, 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 it could be quite a big turnout and we want to 
make sure that everyone's comfortable and has, you know, um, enough to, to choose from and we all have a good time. So there's going to be um, potentially games, um, potentially music. It's an outdoor event. So any kind of acoustic instrument of a drum or string variety uh, that you have that you want to bring, feel free to do so. We're also going to be uh, having a little mini discussion about one of the Icelandic sagas, the Hrafnkel uh, saga. So it's a very short one. And so um, you, you should be able to find it online. I'm still hunting down a uh, a good PDF uh, file to 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 share for those that maybe want to check it out. But we're going to be talking about that. It's a fun it's a fun saga to um, you know get into the talkings of. So now that you know all of that that's going on, just head over to the event page on Facebook that's uh, linked down in the description or show notes over here um, to turn to learn more about that. But that pretty well covers all of the immediate housekeeping stuff that I want to talk about today. Of course, later on down the road in October, there's the Shadow Mood event that Raven and Hearth is hosting. You can um, search for them on Facebook. That, But as we get closer to that time, there will be more discussion that I have about it. Um, try to help raise some visibility for it, you know, and help those folks out. I will be there. My wife and I will be there together. Um, I'll be there um, in a very similar attire that you see here today, uh, doing rune readings and rune castings, much like I did for Sunabloat. All right. Um, but so now that we got all of that stuff out of the way, I'm going to go ahead and uh, roll out the virtual red carpet. Um, again, he is the author of two books, um, which are available on Amazon. Um, I have one of them. We're going to be talking about that and his other books as well. Um, and so please welcome in today on the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast, uh, a contemporary Vitki, Kurt Hoogstrat. All right, folks. Well, here we have uh, Mr. Kurt Hoogstrat and a, otherwise known by his moniker, a contemporary Vitki. Thank you so much for, for joining us today, Kurt. It's good to have you here. No problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, very, very, very excited. It's it's not often that um, you know, I I, I have had various guests on the show before um, of all different types of approaches to spirituality and and heathenry, paganism, um, and I'm not 100 sure that I could say that I've had uh someone who uh is is referred to or or known in the community as a as a Vitki, and then some of the other things that we know you as and for so um it's exciting i'm excited to to get to talk with you about your background and stuff cool i'm more than willing to talk about any of it <laughs> fantastic well that's good because that's why you're here right <laughs> exactly exactly well uh before we do get into talking about things um i'm going to ask you a favor if you don't mind so traditionally we uh you know have some incense that we burn um this is a handmade incense burner from a Galvatier workshop one of my near friends who's um an animistic shaman it's beautiful. he made he made this yeah it's 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 got beautiful. uh like a, a representation of Jormungandr burned around it so it's it's this serpentine thing around around of it but i would love for you uh if you don't mind to um pick the incense that we're going to burn i have a bunch of ones to choose from and i'm going to give you some give you some options so we've got um we've got a coffee we've got cedar pine mugwort frankincense and myrrh mugwort 
I had a feel. I had a feeling. <laughs> I had a feeling that you were going to say that. <laughs> and uh, well, it's a traditional. It's a it's a good traditional incense. So I love I love me getting my tradition in kind of on the outskirts and uh, getting the tradition part taken care of so I can go on with the contemporary stuff. So that's kind of where I sit in regards to all that. Yeah, and I actually from um, we're going to talk a bit about, you know, I, I, I let the people know before you got here that, you know, you have some books in publication and Sure. Um, but we're going to get to talking about that. But the one I, I had a feeling that you were going to select Mugwort because in uh, your one book that I have, uh, the Vitki Musings book about um, esoteric, esoteric, also true and, and say there and all that. I think you mentioned in there that one of your go to instances for uh, whether it be uh, save work or trance work is is Mugwort, I think, Absolutely. if I recall. Absolutely. And yeah. mugwort, mugwort is a great overall sense, so to speak. Um, it really grounds me well. And mm. I need, you know, when I'm doing safe work, I need to be grounded because otherwise I could go off into the Netherlands and uh, yeah. drift, off, drift off for forever. So I need to be grounded. And mugwort for me is a real grounding sense. And that's how it comes in useful for me at least in my use yeah. and uh hopefully hopefully others would find it the same way um that's so. great i mean i enjoy it um i do a lot of uh um what do you call it like resin uh burning and uh for 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 my own like hearth cult rituals and things where uh the resin like the pure resin form of like things like frankincense or Right. Uh, it, you know, uh, myrrh and uh, uh, some of these other ones like benzoate or, or, or not benzoate, but benzoin. Um, some of these other ones that have a really, uh, I don't want to say like hallucinogenic because it's not, but they're kind of heady, you know, like they they, they really Correct. relax you or they make you feel, you know, they really help with some of this, uh, you know, deep spiritual work that we find ourselves in, in with. So, you know, mugwort has been one that I've used a lot during these types of things too. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to think about you know, and as as I grow and, and uh, develop as a as a practitioner of, of certain uh, mystic type things, um, that I might consider you the use of mugwort for the your the thing that you're talking about. That's 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 helpful Please to know. Do. Please yeah. do. <laughs> I think you'll find success with it. I think you'll find it's really helpful. And I think that the um, one of the good things about it is that since since it's kind of a giveaway, you don't have to think about it. You know, mm. you don't have to, you don't have to puzzle it. Mugwort is tried and true. You know, mm. it's, it's done, it's done the hard time and it's won its place. And so I respect that and uh, work with that then. So. Yeah, it's got, it's, it's put the miles under the tires as it were. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right, great. Well, so then um, before we get like into all of this fun stuff that I'm sure you and I could just literally just jump right into with, with no background fun. or no context. I would love for people who are listening for the first time uh, or have never heard of you and don't know, you know, I, I made mention that, you know, a contemporary Vicky. Now that's a pretty specific name or title. Um, what's your background and, and kind of give us a little bit of a story behind the contemporary Vicky and, and you as a person and where you kind of started to where you're at now in this, in this path, if you don't mind. 
Sure. Well, I became a heathen 32 years ago. And um, I know I know exactly what year it was because it was the same year I met my husband. So it's very easy to remember. It's a big year for me. I discovered mm -hmm. heathenry and I met my husband. So um, that's been cool. And um, but anyway, so 32 years I've been a heathen. I've been a big key studying runes specifically for about 27 years now. And um, that's kind of been being a vidki, it's funny, I had been on this sort of bizarre trip spiritually, and um, it started coming home to roost for me about that time that I started becoming a vidki. And um, becoming a vidki just came real easily to me. I just started studying the runes because the traditional um, traditional meaning for the word vidki is one who studies the runes. So I took that a little step further in my own practice. And that's why I call myself a contemporary vidki as kind of setting myself a little apart from a traditional vidki. Because what I do is I do safe and I do um, trance work and I do other forms of um, magic work that is not necessarily heathen oriented. And okay. um, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of the um, the uh, spiritual hand, hands hands out and reaching across um, sort of thing. So, yeah, it's it's important to me to keep in mind that I am a contemporary vidki, not a traditional vidki. Um, I really try to keep that in mind when I'm working, because I want to, I believe that we all are standing in one place looking forward, or we should be looking forward. You can look backward too, but that's only going to get you so far. Looking forward for me is where the true essence of the work is, is in um, looking forward. Yeah. And um, so I, I tend to look forward and that's where the power is for me in the work as well. Um, am I making any sense? Here? Yeah, 100%. And I think it's important to kind of, uh, for me at least, to call attention to your awareness of knowing that what you're doing is of a contemporary nature and that it is maybe has some roots or foundation in ancient traditions, but that it's not, it's not a recreation or reconstruction of ancient tradition. You're like you say, looking forward. And so many um, new heathens, especially nowadays, I mean, you're, you're a veteran of the, of the scene, right? Like you've, you've put the miles in, you've got a lot of decades under your belt to call it on experience. And so many new folks that come into this, I think can sometimes lose sight of the defining line or the, like the definitive lines between um, you know, UPG or, or newer and contemporary type things, thinking that, well, just because, you know, I'm, I'm burning sage or I'm, I'm dressed in a certain garb or I'm, you know, believing in old gods that it, all of it's old, old stuff. And maybe not so much, maybe there's definite, you know, contemporary and newer traditions or newer things that are not historical, that are not ancient in tradition, but that nonetheless have their place. And as long as we understand that those lines exist and that we have the separation and someone like you who you know 
calls it out and recognize it and even uses it in their title. I think that's an important thing to to recognize and just, you know, make a call out on. Right. Yeah, I, I don't I don't present myself as somebody who's steeped in lore. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have a working knowledge of lore as every mm -hmm. heathen as every heathen should have, but I don't live in the lore. I live in I live in looking forward, you know. So, yeah. Well, so then you know, then uh, if I were to say that, uh, you know, we live in we live in the Verdandi, is what I've said a lot of times. Like we live in the now. We we exist in the now. And Urt, Urt has been what has come and led us to where we are now. So we are we live in Verdandi and we shape school, right? We we shape the yep. that which is or which will be or what should be or could be and or shall be, you know. And yep. uh, so much of the, you know, you mentioned about looking back. Um, I think like there, there, there's a there's a there's a place for it. Like you can look at it as almost like a reference. Like oh, let me go back and look at my sources materials perhaps, or let's see, were like one of my sources for me like was to see um, the way that Tacitus documented how um, important the casting of lots were. Um, amongst Germanic tribes and is that to say that it's runes that they're being cast they were sticks from a fruit-bearing tree that had quote marks scribed on them right like we could probably surmise that they were runes but do we know for sure it's debatable um, but right. that to me is like a source material that I go back to and say well when I uh, practice what I practice this is in a style of which that I'm going to do it it's not that I'm trying to recreate something that was done you know thousands of years ago but I'm looking at that saying huh this is how those people did it how can I incorporate it into a modern approach and I didn't know if you've encountered that sort of thing in the years of your experience or how you look at that sort of approach to things you know is it is it a little bit of the past mixed with the future is it let's let's forget the past let's move totally from 100 forward like what's your take on it sure um no i don't totally disregard the past um i look to it and i use it as a jumping board from which to spring off of mm -hmm. and um so it will be my basis but it's not going to be my stopping stopping point i like having the basis so that i can then look forward from the basis and move forward from that spot if that makes any sense to you at all yeah it's it's, it's similar for for me and maybe for a lot of other folks um sure. i don't know it, it's such a living thing right like the right. they're not just some dead pieces of wood and or stone or or any other sort of living no, no, material no. there's no. they're living and so we have to live and grow with the Otherwise, we get stuck in the past. And I've, I've done whole conversations and discussions about uh, tradition being the preservation of fire, not the worship of ashes. You right. know, the ashes are what was from the fire that was burning there before. And now there's nothing left to them. So you're 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 trying to resurrect something that is long dead and over with. Look to the embers, look to the fire, breathe new life into things that are still glowing in their in their in the, in that ember or coal like state and, and breathe new life into it and this could just be another example of that i think absolutely absolutely and the whole idea that um there are embers and you know that's for me the starting place is the embers and then you grow from there 
at least I, I try to. Um, I try to fan the embers and get the flame back. And, yeah. Uh, you know, get things going again. And um, that's what I'm doing when I'm looking forward is I'm fanning those flames and I'm going, yes, let's get a new fire going. Mm. And um, then I get the new fire going and I'm like, ah, now what do I do? You know, I got to so, manage this whole big flaming thing, exactly, you know? <laughs> exactly. What am I going to do now? Um, which is which is cool and exciting all in of itself. So that's that's cool in and of itself. So, yeah. Now, um, with with the years that you've had um, of doing this uh, type of thing and, and starting off as, you know, uh, a Vitki, right, or a contemporary Vitki, but you also mentioned that you uh, incorporate things like save work, right? Um, and I did mention early uh, before you came on here, it does like an intro for the people listening, you know, that there's uh, there's in, in, in the Norse traditions of there were what we called Volva. They were the women folk they were the seeresses they were the 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 ones who traditionally would practice uh sather um but there were also at least we have in the lord we have uh, a male uh counterpart or equivalent and that's i think the title vidki where you might fall it's like the male witch or the male sorcerer or or that sort of thing so to me to me vidki means norse shaman okay and I think, you know, that there's definitely elements to that in there. I mean, I um, am of the uh, of the mind that these types of titles or these types of names are what the community, what the people refer to them as. It's like, I don't, I didn't wake up one day and call myself a Vitki myself just because I decided to start learning the runes. Like I was a student of the runes. I was, I was learning. And then one what? day it kind of just came to me. It's like, well, no, you're you you're now you're in it now like you kind of you got your feet wet and now you there's no going back right and i don't I know i didn't do the, i didn't do that either i didn't wake up one day and go oh i'm a vidki um <laughs> yeah it just it came to me as a matter of fact i think someone else called me first a mm. vidki first before i realized exactly what it meant because i was just kind of going through the actions at that point or studying the rooms so yeah and it's i mean uh if i were to put a time frame on when i started and now you know here you are you know 30 years a heathen plus and then 20 plus years as a as a as a learned rune master or vicky you know uh i would say that if i were to put a a, a number to the years maybe five Five on five with rune knowledge or, or or studying the runes, and my practice has changed a bit or, or evolved, I guess you could say, over time. Have you also experienced? Like, do you read the runes the same way now as you did twenty years ago? No, you, not at all. Not yeah. at all. Um, I, was, I used to be. I used to be very married to um, certain meanings and a list of meanings, mm-hmm. and I was really married to it. But I've I've become more fluid now. And I'm more situational, I guess, is the word I would use. I take into account what's going on and situationally achieve a, 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 a reading, so to speak, or, you know, yeah, to speak of um, a reading. And um, that's kind of part of where it goes for me. So you're not quite so, I don't know, maybe... Uh it's not it's not so methodical in the in is so much anymore as it is organic like what's the situation how are we gonna right do this what are we gonna do things how are we gonna grow 
with this? Um, what are we going to pin down and then say, these are the things we're going to work forward with mm -hmm. and um, things like that. So that's kind of where I am now. But when I began, I was just cut and dry. This is what the books say. So yeah. this is what it must mean. And that's, for me, at least at this point in my career, it's kind of limiting. And I don't like being limited. I think that the whole point of the work should be to free and not to liberate, you know, to liberate, not to hold you back. So, yeah, I, uh, I, I agree. I, I, and I found myself like when I first, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I think I've told this uh, telling of the tale many times, at least on other podcasts. And I'm not sure if you've heard it before. So if you don't mind, I'm just going to, I'm going to tell you my moment of realization that the runes were the thing that I was supposed to be doing. Because I think a lot of folks, when they first come into heathenry, it's almost like they think that there's a mandatory thing to do. And one of them is that I have to learn the runes. And I say, no, you don't no. have to learn the runes to be a good heathen. You don't have to study the runes to be a heathen at all. Leave the rune work to the rune runesters, the vidkis, the, the you know, leave it to them, right? Let them that have been called to it or that feel an attraction or to a drawing to it, let them do it because they're the ones that are going to be able to read them better for you. They're going to be able to do the thing that needs to be done. Uh, if you feel obligated in any way, then you probably shouldn't be doing it. Right. And my, uh, the moment that um, I got basically woken up quite literally from a deep sleep in um realize that the runes were a, a direction that I should be going in is uh it was it was a night that uh and I'd have to go back and remember what day or of the week or when what time of year it was but anyway I was awoken from a deep sleep by the sound of what I can only best describe as you know when you'd like take two two by fours and you crack them together yeah <laughs> it was a it was a it was a sound like that and I woke up and it and it jarred me so much that I had to like sit up in bed because it startled me. Like it just it, it was a jarring awakening. And when that happened, of course, the room is dark. Um, and I saw like in my mind's eye, Othala flashing almost like uh like repeatedly just flashing, and I could hear the Othala being like galdered, you know, oh, right. oh, oh, like back and forth, back and forth, on and on. And I was like, huh, well that was the start of it. That was the, sure. the moment that I was like, okay, I guess the, to, to Yggdrasil I go, right? Like here, it's time to learn the runes, hang from the tree as it were, and, and, and figure all this, all this stuff out. And it was such a, an exciting moment. And I was like trying to absorb anything and everything, you know, what, what material can I learn from? How do I do this now that I'm being given this information? Right. And it was such a, you know, I did. I like, okay, well, let me follow what the book says. And I, you know, when I didn't really feel it, like it didn't feel like I connected with it in that certain way. I'm like, well, let me try it my way. Like, let me see what feels right for me based off of what I was learning. And yeah, like what, the way I do things now is, is totally different than the way I was doing things when I first started. What was your, uh, what was your, if you don't mind, Which, if you can, if you remember, do you remember what your moment of realization was to, get into the runes was it a profound thing or was it a bit more sure no no it was it was it was kind of a profound thing um i was i was playing with the runes which you can do you can play with them 
and not be serious about them and just kind of be like, la, 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 la. So I was playing with the rooms and um, not really getting anything off of them seriously. But um, one time I pulled Ansu's mm. and Ansu's just, for some reason that day, flooded my being and um, and my room and the whole, everything that was around me was Ansu's. And um, I was like, well, that's pretty cool. I should really do something with this. So, you know, Ansu's is about words and gods and all of those sorts of things. So I was like, oh, this is like studying the runes. Okay, I'm going to do this seriously now. And that's when I started um, really looking for sources that I could utilize that would be good sources that would help me move forward in becoming in becoming a Vicky. So I kind of like almost it, it chose me, but yeah. by the same token, I kind of helped nudge it in that way, if that makes yeah. any sense. I nudged it in that direction. And um, so that's kind of how it happened for me anyway. Now with uh with that, right, with after having been given the vision or the or the inspiration, because you say Ansus, right? The divine inspiration, the right. the the spoken word, the written word, the, the 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 passing of breath, like all of those things. It's a very complex rune. Right. Um we could exactly. we could probably we could probably do a whole podcast on just that, that rune. Yeah. You know? And uh <laughs> so you did that. And then now you have um actually publish your own source material. You publish your own works um, that people can can purchase and learn things from you. One of those being um, which I have here, it's uh Vitki Musings, Runes, Zather, and Esoteric Ossetry. This is available on Amazon. Um, and it's going to be so for people that are watching and listening, the link for uh this book is uh, and Kurt's other book, and I'm gonna let you Kurt, uh, talk about this and the other one, because I'm a little bit less aware of what the other uh, material is that you have here. But you t- you literally took Ansus to the to the writing board, basically. You Well, uh, I, I felt I did had your thing. <laughs> I, I mean, I felt it's funny because you kind of get these urge, these nudges that are like, do this, do this. And the whole writing books thing. I didn't write books. I wrote little bits and pieces and then I cobbled it all together into a book form. So it was really easy to write for me. It wasn't a chore. Um, It came very easily for me. So that was exciting. But the reason I held this one up right away is because this is Essentiary Musings, my newest book. And it includes the entire Vidki Musings book and extra material as a as a big key that's included there's like an extra almost year's worth of information and then it's also my reflections as a druid and that's where the esoteric musings comes in because it's my it's my look at the world both from a druidic and a vid key mindset Mm. so it's the workings of a druid and Vidki. Absolutely. Okay. That's what this book is. So um, it's kind of 
it's kind of a big topic, but it's, it's, I really like this book and I know I'm supposed to like everything I write, but I, I, I <laughs> you might really, be a little biased, but yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be a little biased. I really <laughs> like this one. Um, and um, it's, it's a, it's a good book. And um, so I'm hoping people will read that and get a dual point of view, the Druid and the Viti at the same time. And um, that's pretty exciting for me to uh, look at and to bring to the world, so to speak. Yeah. And um, so that's kind of where that book came from. Um, the other book that I really love and would like to kind of give a thumbs up to is my book, Let There Be Light. It's, it's a book, it's, it's not terribly long, but it's, it's a really good little book about how to get happy which I think is so important for today's oh, sure. contemporary whatever you call yourself. Um, you know, it's really important to be a, a happy-go-lucky kind of practitioner. And so this book is all about getting happiness, and that's pretty exciting. So I wanted to put a plug-in for that one as well. So Okay. So, and this is... It's available on Amazon as well? Along Amazon. With- All of my books are available exclusively on it. Well, that's not true because some of them are available on walmart.com. So, um, wow, yeah. Look at you, yeah. I know, it's amazing. I, every once in a while, just to find out what they're saying nasty about me, I, <laughs> I Google my own name. And um, I don't do that as a... As a, as a put, put, pumping myself up kind of thing. I really want to know if people are saying bad things about me. So um, It's nice I'll, to keep yourself in check, yeah. Exactly, yeah. So I like Googling my name. But anyway, I Googled my name one time, and there was walmart.com. And I went on, and sure enough, there was my book on walmart.com. So. But if people, if people go to Amazon, uh, which we're going to have uh, links to your books annotated oh, here. So... Uh, that benefits you. You get like a commission or something. Like you, you oh, make absolutely. something. Absolutely. Yeah, oh, like it yeah. helps you. Oh so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It goes directly into my pocket. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. you know, it's it's decades of knowledge. It's 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 time. Right. It's effort. It's work that you put in. And uh, so you know, for for those that are looking to you know expand their library, um, Vicky Musings, I, I enjoyed it. Again, it was a very refreshing and easy to read format. You know, like some things for for some people might be entirely too formatted or academic and it could lose somebody right the, the the interest to learn they might get lost in the i don't know the structure of it all your book right. reads very easily and it's very and it's a very easy read and and it's not a slight to you i'm saying it's it's well written but it's an easy read you know what i mean um, it's, it's yeah. easy to keep interested in you know so um i i definitely encourage people that are you know looking to learn more about you and then what you're doing and the knowledge that you have and sharing with the world to it's going to be annotated so you know podcasters head over to the you know show notes and youtube folks in the description it's going to be linked down there um check out so it's esoteric musings which has the druidic and norse i guess perspectives on things kind of combined and plus some other neat things and if you're just looking for the the Norse or whatever Vidki stuff. It's, you know, Vidki musings. And then you said the other one was let there be light. Let there right? be light was another title that okay. I have. That's really good. 
Um, but the cool thing about both of those titles is they're illustrated by my good friend, Saga Erickson. And Saga does wonderful illustrations in both Esoteric Musings and Let There Be Light. So she's- That's she's a name. Pretty, yeah, that's, that's a name that, that I think uh, a lot of folks in the pagan and heathen communities uh, would probably recognize. So that's absolutely reputable, she's, reputable person there. Yeah. Yep. She's, she's my best friend. And okay. um, so, you know, I, I love having her work involved in my books and that's, uh, that's exciting. So, and awesome. can I, may I just as an aside, say, say to your viewers, um, I have MS. So that's where some of my stuttering comes from. I'll, I'll think a thought and it, gets kind of trapped on its way down to here. Um, so if you hear me stuttering or whatnot, that's it's because I have MS and I have to really think things through. So um but anyway, that's you're you're doing awesome, my man. You're doing you're doing great. And yeah, I, to, me, that, to me I never can tell. <laughs> yeah. The Yonsus is really working well for you. <laughs> okay, good. I love I love me some Yonsus. Yonsus is like if I ever got a tattoo, which I will never get, but if I were ever to get a tattoo, it would be an answers. So lovely. Well, the, that's great, Kurt. And I wanted to um, maybe talk a little bit about some of the specifics of things. You know, you, you've got all these um, experiences and all these decades of, of knowledge and stuff and, and stuff to work on. And that's you know, what the community looks for is, is people that have experience and that aren't just like, hey, I read a book one time and I watched a few music videos. Or, or I watched a few YouTube videos, and uh, now I know how to read the runes. I'm sure you've right. seen. I'm sure you've seen those types pop yeah. up where they're like, Come "Yeah, on, man, like you're you're doing it's 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 insulting to right. to to see that happen." So you know, I right. was wondering, like, you know, you um, we we have people that come up and they're like, "Well, how should I, you know, how should I read the runes?" I, I I've read about you know runes being casted or or thrown. Oh, I've heard sure. I've heard about runes being drawn, you know, like what should I do? How should I do it? Do you have any, I don't know, like insight or thoughts about one versus the other? Does it is one yeah, go Absolutely. ahead and let us know. For me, for me in my practice, I tend to be a puller as opposed to a caster. Um casting runes is a little more rambunctious for me. Um, if I'm really in a rambunctious mood, then I'll cast the runes and I'll throw them and uh, read them that way. But normally I like the control of pulling runes and then I can pull them in an order, you know, and uh, really build a scenario, so to speak, from the pull itself as opposed to the cast. Although you can build a story from a cast as well, I'm just not as cool with that as I am with the building of a drawn sort mm -hmm. of scenario. So I prefer to draw, but um, that's just me. Everybody is different. And I have di other divination systems that I practice that I throw. And so okay. maybe, I get, maybe I get my, um, my <laughs> fill of throwing in the other versions of things that I do. And so I don't need to throw the runes so much, so. I've had, uh, I've had, you know, I'm usually the one on on this end of the table or this end of the reading, right? I'm usually the one that is doing the the actual work, and it's 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 
rare that I've had it done for me in return or that I've had any sort of like runes read or cards read or whatever. I had one thing happen one time and, and this was a really wild uh, form of divination. This um, I was at a, I was at a pagan event and um, this, uh, this, this lady was there who was, I, I, I don't even know what you would call it technically, but it was, she had an assortment of material and I'm talking like she had um, teeth. She had bones. She had scales. She had pieces of shell. She had, all different kinds of organic animal remains uh, and, and other uh, natural things. And she would use, this is, this is the really interesting thing. Uh, instead of like picking one or the other, it was like a casting sort of thing. And she would read them using the quill of a porcupine. Ah, uh, cool. Yeah. And she, she would like pick through the things and see where, and there was like a casting cloth that was, right. uh, that was used and where things would land right. and how she, you know, where, face up face down sideways whatever like yep. it was it was a very intricate method and i'm like i don't even know uh of any source material that i could look up to understand what the hell it is that she was doing <laughs> but i <laughs> tell you what she knew what she was doing and it was uh, it was spot on and i'm like this is cool like this is the kind of i think the living tradition the breathing a new, new life the whether it's documented or not like she's got a system that worked right and, and, and employs it well. And that's a wonderful thing. That's a wonderful thing. I'm going to read for you right now, Jesse. Oh boy. Okay. Well, this is, this is unprecedented uh, ladies and gentlemen. So yeah, this is, um, I normally, and this is the weird thing too, like while you're, I don't know, doing that just to let you know, like uh, most of my readings uh, and castings are done in person because I need that for me right yeah. now, at least I need that. I need that in-person experience. I need that sure. exchange of, of energy um to the to the i guess to the exclusion of for my patreons uh patrons on patreon i'll do like a monthly rune reading where i'll read a rune for them a specific rune i will do a specific rune pull for my patrons on patreon so there's there's that um but in terms of any sort of like in-depth you know reading of sorts i've never i i guess i could say i've I've done it once for somebody one time and it worked out well but it was is a near and dear friend you know so i'd already kind of i guess establish some sort of closeness bond connection to them but yeah that's just exciting so first time for me having okay runes read. Well, here we go <laughs> your first rune is ingwas can you see that yeah yep yep ingwas so that's number one and we're gonna pull three and number two is it was it was uh-huh And the last one, is Burkana. Okay. Let me hold it up here. I'm, my hands don't work. The MS. <laughs> There's Burkana. So we've got Ingwas, Ewas, and Burkana. And what that means to me, would you have a question? That you've been formulating throughout this, or is the, it a general? I mean, so in, in terms of like, I didn't have like a question going into this because honestly, okay. I didn't know that this was going to be a thing. Like, I, <laughs> no, I had no, no idea that this was going to even plan for. I'm like, serious. hey, guy, I'm doing this for you. Okay, well then, here we go. We're off to the races, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. So, what this means for you is 
there's a gestation of something that has to do with loyalty. You are gestating something that is a feeling of loyalty that is going to birth a whole new outlook for you. And that's what's happening for you right now. Does that mm. ring any bells? Yeah, yeah, it actually does. Um, so for those that have listened, and, and so this is pretty kind of, it, it, it's wild to think about because the uh, anybody that's listened to my podcast for like the last almost year now, it's almost like a re, uh, a, a recap of past things and and a saga living itself out in a way like there's updates to the story and there's things that are happening right now or that have been happening recently that reflect the uh dormancy of gestation because there's a there's a time for growth that needs to happen and during gestation but it's stillness it's 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 right i it's it's it's, it's a cessation of motion for right. the necessary growth to to set in but we're at the end of that <laughs> it's time it's time it's time for baby to come out right it's time for baby to be born and uh there's i like the Ewas um uh uh poll because of the uh for me anyways the uh the meaning of teamwork the the combined effort towards that goal that Ewas possesses and it's and it's in some of its meanings right that's the horse and the rider it's the it's the mutual again goals in mind that you have and then we're working together for that goal and there's a lot of that happening here in the middle tennessee area specifically because we have a lot of uh folks who have been dormant for a while because of like the virus and, and other things and we we we're, we're reintroducing park moots and, and meetups in our area and we're bringing people out from the woodwork and there's a lot of activity happening in our area and there's chatter happening there's there's activities going on there's events taking place there's all kinds of things that are um in motion um with big things in mind for the future you know there's 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 talk of of a, a grand assembly at some point uh between tribes and neighboring kindreds and stuff in our area it's, it's still very you know new and it's still very it hasn't even been really talked about in any great detail but there are conversations happening and interest is is there you know people's interest is peaked so cool that whole thing definitely does. <laughs> did that reading read, read true then? Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I would so, think so. Yeah. I would think so after what you just described. So that's cool. So we just did a live reading for you. There you see it, folks. I mean, I can't, the, and again, the people that are, that are, uh, you know, follow what I, I, I do, they're, they know what I'm talking about in the sense that the, the history of things, you know, stuff with my Gothi and, and, and just other activities, things right. that are going on. Like it's, it's all, it, re, it reinforces things. And uh, what you ask of the runes, right? What does it say? Is it something along the line? I forget the, the exact verbatim uh, phrase in one of the sagas was, you know, what you ask of the runes uh, will be true or that, you know, the, the runes don't lie right. essentially, you know, like, I mean, right. there, there's a lot to them. Um, and the ones that know the reading and of them, you know, the whole, I think it stands, a uh, the Havamal is, is, was it stands a 140 something, right? Do you know how to read them? Do you know how to bless them? Do you know how to send them? Do you know how to cast them? Do you know how to right. blood them? Do you know how to sacrifice? Do you know how to do all these things? Because if you don't, then you have no business playing, playing with them, right? <laughs> like... <laughs> Which I did before I well, I spent my time playing first and then I became serious. So. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, it's almost kind of like, I think in a way, uh, almost with any trade, you know, like you have to have a, you have to have an interest to want to explore, you know? So whether it's the carpenter's son who likes to bang on trees with his stick or, or, right. you know, or the, you know, any other sort of craftsman or tradesman that, that is, um, looking to, you know, uh, you know, grow that with their, with their children and stuff like they have yep. to have an interest. They have to want to be exploratory. They want, they have to want to play a bit. Right, exactly. Exactly. And the play, the play part, at least for me is very important because that's where you get the curiosity it's, and curiosity is the big thing for me anyway. It's the, yeah, the, that, that exploratory, it's not, it's not to say yeah. that you're just acting all willy nilly and being disrespectful and complacent. Oh no, no. It's, it's that curiosity. It's that exploratory. Right. Well, part. It, and it's exploring within the tradition mm -hmm. that at least for me um that's where i do my exploring i explore within the, the the framework of of the traditions that we've learned that we have in this path mm -hmm. and um so that's what's important at least for me yeah i would agree with that and uh you know how how else can you know, and, and I see this uh, or I've seen this happen. How else can you learn something without first, again, uh, you got to you got to explore. You got to You got to put your foot right. in the water first. Right. And then you also have to have some times and some moments where, you know, like, oh, shit, I almost drowned or right. I almost <laughs> fell like I almost died. You know, like you got to have right. some of those moments that put you in check and and give you the right. sense of like the severity and the reality of what you're doing you know like when i was first learning um any sort of skill or trade you know like you're gonna make mistakes along the way and you're gonna fall and you but if you don't if you aren't allowed the opportunity to explore and this is one of the things i was trying to say before it was like kids nowadays they're inquisitive they're um they're naturally exploratory right and how many times do we see um you know, cases where, uh, you know, kids and, and whatnot are, are prevented from exploring. Right. Oh, I don't want you to fall. I don't want you to hurt yourself. I don't want you to get sick. I don't right. want you to do this. That's how they learn. That's how they, that's how they exactly. become part of the world. That's how we became part of the world. Right. Yep. Let Thank them get you. out there. Yep. Thank you, dad. My father taught me that lesson. Mm -hmm. You know, so, don't be, yeah. don't be afraid to let the kids right. fall and bump their yeah knees and, and scrape their elbows and and get sick a little bit along like like that's conditioning that that's part of yeah. what makes you capable of dealing with the world now yeah it's not my, a bad thing as my father used to say it's a long way from the heart mm. the pain is a long way from the heart yeah you know you can you can fall and get up again you know so sure that's the cool thing about it yeah, it's not the end of the world. It's not the end exactly. of it all. And just because you tripped and fell doesn't mean that you should stop. If anything, exactly. it means that now I know what not to do to fall again. Like, you know, right. it's it's that old like, uh, why do we fall, Master Wayne? So that we can learn to pick ourselves up. Exactly. It's, it's the experience. It's the learning. And it's the knowing that you have, uh, you know, people around you and people near and close to you that the awas that the the teamwork the the, the ones that want to achieve the same goals as you that are willing to pick you up and and 
when they fall, you're there to pick them up and, you know, you, you rise yeah. and fall together as it were. It's, it's a symbiont sort of thing. And our existence in the world is everything with each yeah. other. It's, 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 there's, you know, nobody, nobody grows. Um, and this is part of, I don't know, like just the randomness of it, how things segue, nobody grows uh, in isolation. Like no. there's, there's, there's a healing that happens in isolation. There's a, uh, a realization i think of of oneself to, that happens in isolation but the growth happens when the light steps in when the yera say stage of things that that cyclic rotation of all right well you're done being dormant now it's time to to move yeah. on we, we see it although we see it in nature right the the, the yeah. seasons of the year you know if you stay i mean Winter is too long. What happens, right? Fimble winter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, we all know about that. <laughs> stay in, stay in Isa for too long, and you, yeah. you know it's you know you're stuck and frozen. Right. Exactly. Yes. Very, very good point. I, I think. See, the cool thing is, is that, and you're doing a great job of it right now, illustrating how it works. You learn all the stuff. And then you have this vocabulary available to you and you can go through it really, you know, quickly because it's right there at hand and you know what you know and uh, you can say what you can say. And that's exciting for me. And you're doing a great example of uh, teaching that principle of, you know, learn the stuff and then just go with it, you know. Mm -hmm throw it out there and, and work with it and, um, you know, move forward. At least for me, it's always about moving forward. So move forward and really marry yourself to that aspect mm. so, that, so that you can keep, keep progressing because that's all it's about. For me anyway, it's about progression. I want to yeah. progress. I always want to progress. And so that's kind of where I am. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's where we all want to be, right? We don't want to I would get, hope. be be stuck. I would hope to, right? And yeah. and it's and it's tough and that's that's great why, you know, you you've got some literary work, you know, being happy and and the whole, you know, let there be light thing like you like as you mentioned before, the world needs that. People need that. They need to yeah. know how to heal themselves and how to know that what what they're going through even if they don't feel like it's, you know, even if what they're going through is 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 trash like if what they're feeling is is just i hate it right right you're still valid and you still have things right. that you know you're still loved and you still have ways that you can work through it and it's not the end it's it's you know it's it's a point in the road that you're facing and you know we we got to get through it but it's not it's not the end and there's there it's you don't have to feel hopeless in in that difficult time you know oh right there's no such thing in my world as hopelessness I, I, I don't buy into the hopelessness thing. I buy into the hopeful thing. Um, I believe that it's always something that can be hoped upon. You can, you can have a hope and really focus on it and move toward it. And the next thing you know, that hope is a reality. And, and at least in my experience. And, you know, that's, that's another thing I'd like to give the youth is, um, you know, be hopeful, really approach life 
from a hopeful place. Because if you do progress hopefully, then you can find a whole world of things that you didn't know existed that are big and broad and I think happy and hopeful. Well, you have to, you have to uh, go into it with that mindset. And I don't know. I mean, the way that I see it, Kurt is like, we have such a, a power within us to be able to manipulate and to shape weird that none of like a lot of people don't even realize that the impact that we have on the web you know willing it purpose behind what we do the intent there's power in there, there there's power in that and there and, there and it can be used for good and it can be used for ill but the fact of the matter is that it's there it's it's within us and if we just tap if we allow ourselves to, to open up a little bit and, and tap into the the capabilities that we have it's it's totally within our reach our minds ourselves we are more capable of things than we give ourselves credit for at times i feel i agree i agree and um the more the more we give ourselves credit for the more we move forward at least in my experience because if you give yourself credit for an event then you can move forward because you say oh i've achieved this mark Mm. that off now i can move to the next item on the list and then move toward that. So. Yeah, and 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 speaking of achievements, man. Like, I mean, after thirty plus years and and twenty of more of them being spent specifically in divination and divinatory work, what do you have anything that I'm, I'm sure you do? But could you like, is there one particular thing that stands out in your mind that was like a, a profound or or a standout moment uh, where you? Maybe maybe it was a reading, maybe it was a a, a, a say work session or, or anything that maybe just stands out amongst everything else for you. Sure, sure. Um, there was this one. I'm very close to my father. He's passed, but I'm still very close to my father. And um, there was an experience where I did a say session where I reached out to him, and he spoke to me and it was profound and he was (laughs) see this is the way the multiverse works at least in my universe my father was very as as a living being he was very german and he did not because he was first generation american so um his his parents were german and um so he was very German and he he was very anti-Irish, shall we say. Mm-hmm. He had he had a he had a he had a predilection to not like the Irish. So it was very shocking for me, years after he had passed and moved on to you know a different plane, to be woken up in the middle of my sleep by his voice saying the word druid totally threw me for a loop. I'm like, why would my dad be saying Druid to me? But yeah. that started me down that particular part of my path as well. And um, it was all a word from my father, which I never would have expected because it was an Irish sort of setup that yeah. he would have said. So, yeah, it's funny how the, the multiverse works in ways like that, at least for yeah. me. Well, it is interesting that, um, I mean, because the Druids were more than just Irish. I mean the Celts. Oh, I know. I and know. The, and the, the Gauls. And I mean, like there's, yeah. there's, 
they were mainland Germanic of yeah. of, of, of mainland Germanic origins. Whereas I don't know, is is Hur- is uh is your surname is it Norwegian? Hurkstrat? It's 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 Dutch. Oh, it's Dutch. Okay. Well I'm but, Dutch. But, I mean still wagon. That's I'm that's that's Dutch is all day long. I know. So yeah. 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 Hogstrat literally means high street. Okay. Hogstrat. High yeah. street. Okay. Interesting. In, in Dutch or whatever. So yeah. But yeah, so it's interesting though that the uh the ancestral pull, the ancestral call of druid it's celtic it it it's it it it's not just irish per se but the the connection the the primal layers coming through in 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 that moment really seem to transcend any sort of superficial animosity or something that that a person or persons may have had between nationalities right exactly right Down the side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it like it transcended all that and it's like touched, exactly he died so he was able to transcend it all yeah like (laughs) connect to the roots of things you know like the the the, the deep roots wow that's that's profound exactly yeah so that was a cool moment for me in my development that kind of stands out amongst all the stuff i mean here's the thing i i live my life where i allow the gods to throw things in my path you know, they'll throw stuff at me and I'll be able to look at it and decide whether or not to pick it up and work with it or just let it lie there and walk around it. So mm-hmm. um, I like that. I like the fact that the gods are constantly challenging me and I can either choose to pick it up or I can choose to leave it lie and move on. And um, so that's the way I live my life. I think that's an important thing to be reminded of, because uh, I, I don't think that that's too uncommon for, you know, a lot of us in the sense that, um, you know, the gods aren't here to tell us what to do. No, they're not sitting in judgment of us. They're not telling us to no. do it or else they could really care less. But if we're connected to them in a certain way and if we draw attention to ourselves through such practices as, you know, save work or or other such things that tap into the sacred there's almost like a like oh, okay well then well while you're here man you want to do this or you want to do that and it's a choice <laughs> we it, we it's it, right it's a choice that we have to make and the choice that we make is going to be determined on a lot of things a lot of factors and and what happens thereafter right so if i choose this x outcome will will play out right and if i don't right. then it's going to happen a different way and it all goes back to right, like we shape weird. We are the shapers of weird. Yes. We have that capability. We we literally do it day in and day out without even thinking about it. Absolutely. If we pick that, up that phone or answer that phone call or text message, right? It's it's a choice we make to the very right. basics of things. And we make that choice every moment, yeah. each and every moment. As long as you're moving forward, you're making that choice each and every moment. And that's for me where the the life of life happens um, is in those moment by moment choices that I build upon. And um, so that's, that's kind of where I am mm. and where I, you know, stand yeah. and work forward from. So. Yeah. I think we find ourselves in, in many positions or many instances where, whether we look at it as, you know, something that the gods give to us and maybe it's more, Maybe maybe 
the, the God's involvement is, is again with more folks who tie, who tie weird with the gods, because if we're, if we're doing our thing day to day, I think the gods could really care less in a way. Like it's our ancestors and the local spirits and those that are cl- closely tied to us that are going to be influenced or have influence in our lives. But if we're of the type and of the, of the, of the approach to want to touch the sacred and go places and do things that are outside of the normal profane existence and experience of humanity, uh, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna knock on some doors, right? Right. You're gonna, you're gonna ring some bells and and people are, things are going to notice you. You're going to be noticed. Right. And so for folks like yourself and and others that uh, touch on those planes and, and reach those areas, it, you almost have a, a an obligation in a way. I don't know how you would look at it, but an obligation to be responsible and be um, informative about things. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And the responsibility comes in from, again, I'm going to talk about moving forward because there's a responsibility in moving forward. Um, you have to take the responsibility to make the steps that are going to move you forward. Um, so yeah, there's all sorts of responsibility that plays in. And I, I think that something else I would like to say before we talk anymore is that, you know, I'm no big shakes. I'm really no big deal. I'm, yeah. I, I'm, I'm just a guy who did a lot of studying. Um, you know, I, yeah. did, I did a lot of my homework and everybody has the capability to do what I do. And um and I wish they would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I say Definitely. shake shake yourself up and do what I do. It's exciting. What I do is exciting and thrilling and uh very much of the moment. So it's mm-hmm. very exciting. So yeah. And and the, the you know the humility and the and the recognition of that speaks volumes too. I've said it so many times, Kurt. I mean I get people that Oh, you know, you're doing such great things. You're, you know, really appreciate what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it's, I'm just, um, it's, you know, and it's funny how the name of this podcast is Random Heathen Ramblings. I'm literally just a random heathen that, that rambles on sometimes by myself for an hour because I don't have guests. It's literally just my mind fire being thrown out to the world right. to, to, sure. to, to think about, right? Consider some things Which are based great. on, <laughs> some things are based on uh, historical fact or so much as we know what is historical fact. Because I love history and I love knowing where things started from. And I love to go back and look at those aspects of things. And there's there's things to be learned. But I'm also very active in the practicing old ways in modern times. So there's that right. contemporary value, I think, that is inherent with a phrase like that. You know, you have to uh, flex a bit and, and be flexible and, to, and, and be fluid to... Right move along with the times um right. you know i love the primal nature of certain things like going back to um the way that i practice my day-to-day stuff i've, I've become very uh ritualistic in that and that i i'll take my sh- you know I will, i'll walk barefoot in the earth and in the water and everything and i right. ground myself and reconnect to those primal energies the primordial right. forces that shaped the very world that we live in yeah, and, and, and that way of touching on the past or, or reconnecting to the roots in that way is is phenomenal. Uh, it, it's it's so healing. It's so 
holistic. It's 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 wonderful. I, I recommend it to you know. You don't have to get really heady with it, but like man, just take your shoes off and walk around in the grass for twenty minutes. I guarantee you, however you felt before you started doing that, you'll feel better after. Right, Gu- you'll guarantee. Feel different. You'll feel yeah. different. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. It's it, it's wild, man. How it how it changes things for you in the moment. You could be having the worst day in your life. Just everything's going wrong for you. You know, you burnt your pop tart. You know, you spilled your coffee, whatever. <laughs> I mean, and then, you know, you walk around out in nature, in the grass, even just for, you know, 15, 20 minutes and you come back and you're like, wow, I don't really give a shit about that pop tart anymore. <laughs> exactly. That's cool. um, so, yeah. Well, I think that for me, moving forward comes comes in a couple of different ways because because I have this viewpoint of moving forward always. I founded the Vidki Volva Forum on Facebook, which yes. is a, which is a group. I founded that five years ago. It's already five years old, and um, so I founded that. And then you know I started this page, a contemporary Vidki about my Vidki work. I and again, it's 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 a matter of kind of the gods throw this stuff in front of me, and I say yes or no. And these are things that I said yes to, and I'm so excited that I did. Because that's about moving forward. Those two things alone keep me moving forward. So, you yeah. Know, and these are, yeah, these are these are public uh, uh, forums, right? So, right, absolutely. Join. You have to join. You know, uh, the Vicky Volfa forum. But you know, it's three easy questions. Well, I think they're easy. Um, but um, three questions for membership, and uh, you can join in the fun. And um, it's really, it's really a good group for Vicky Volvo issues. So join. Definitely. That'll be uh that'll be something that we, you know, folks listening and watching, it's gonna be annotated as well. Cause I, cool. I, I totally spaced on that and I apologize, but I forgot that the Vicky Volvo forum is 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 your uh, baby. It's, that's your baby. Yeah. I mean that that's all you man. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and and it's I don't know how many members there are now, but there's all kinds of activity going 2000. on there. Thousand members. It's that's, amazing. That's nuts, you know. Plus, the I, contempt- I, I remember when it got had twenty members. I was like, "Oh, we've got twenty, and now we've got two thousand. So it's like, wow. Yeah, there's definitely an interest for it. I think in the in the overall population of the world, because you know, I'm assuming that your 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 group has memberships from everywhere in Midgard, right. not just yeah, the U.S., um, but all over yeah, the place. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So yeah. it's it's a networking opportunity. You know, yeah. it's it's an opportunity for people who have questions to uh, learn and and have you know make friends. Perhaps it's 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 yeah, a great it's, opportunity. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. So cool. uh, that'll all be in the you know description, show notes. All of Kurt's information is going to be annotated here. So for everybody that's you know here, uh, get his books, man. Like support the man and what he's doing. Join the Facebook group. Follow him on Facebook. Uh, is just that you? go like this to him. <laughs> <laughs> just give him a little, you know. You have a YouTube channel too, don't you? I, I do have a YouTube, but I don't do much on YouTube because okay. I do so much. I do so much on my uh, contemporary Vicky page. So I just kind of let that be my video, sp- you know, spoken place. So that's your my platform. Video. Yeah, yeah, my videos and stuff are on a contemporary victory so okay well everybody then follow him on 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 uh on facebook and you know i'd react love to, his to have you i'd love to have you and reach out to me you know don't just 
be one of those lurkers, you know, talk mm. to me. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty human, you know, talk to me. I like for the most part, talk. right? Yeah, for the most part. <laughs> I like, I like being talked to, you know, I like it when people ask me questions and stuff like that. So feel free to do that with me. Yeah. That's, that's great, Kurt. Thank you for, uh, for being here today. We're going to wrap the no, podcast no. up and, you know, just hold on for a little bit afterwards, but uh, we, 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 we covered a lot of topics. Um, so, you know, just to recap, you've got the Vitki Volvo form, you've got a contemporary Vitki Facebook page, you've got some books to check out on Amazon. Um, anything else for the people to, to know about besides the things that we just mentioned? Um, I'm just, you know, beware. I'm everywhere. Hey man, that's a, that's a, that's a loaded statement. You Beware, might, I'm everywhere. Yeah. You might, you might, you are over here listening over there in the corner. You might, you might dabble in some Sathrick one day. You might run across this guy. You never exactly. know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, absolutely. Well, Kurt, thank you so much for, uh, thank for being you for here. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully it was enlightening or at least amusing. I, I definitely had a good time. And for those that are listening and watching, let us know what you thought about this. Get down to the comment section of the video, right into the podcast, comment on it through the podcast platforms, wherever it is that you're absorbing this. However, the platform and the algorithm reaches you and wants you to engage, be engaging, like, comment, share, subscribe, the whole bit, yep. um, follow Please Kurt's do. information, do the whole, do all the things, man. It doesn't yeah. cost you anything, but it means everything. Right get involved yeah yeah move so, forward that's the lesson of the evening of the week is it's about moving forward right keeping that forward Absolutely. motion and it's okay to stop and get and, and and rest your laurels a little bit it's okay to pause and and regroup but ultimately at the end of the day you gotta keep moving forward man absolutely absolutely well so for everybody then kurt just hang around a bit and for everybody here that's uh streaming listening watching today uh, thank you for your ongoing and constant support. Always be sure to check the link tree link of all the ways that you can support this podcast and Midgard Musings as a brand and as a whole. And until we talk again, may the gods always notice you and may your ancestors smile upon you. Thank you for watching today.